Now, back to the Mulberry Lane Show on the Mighty 1290. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana. Once again, here's Mulberry Lane. Welcome back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry on the Mighty 1290. Well, if you are under 10 years old, you will want to sing along with our next guest. If you are the parent of someone under 10, you will want to thank our next guest. (laughs) Thank her for not only making music that your kids love, but music that you can listen to as well. Lori Berkner's music has been called Kindy Rock, a kind of sippy cup Sheryl Crow. And she joins us today to talk about her new Christmas CD, A Lori Berkner Christmas. Lori Berkner has a new CD about candy canes and Christmas trees. A perfect stuffer for your Christmas sock from the queen of candy rock. Welcome to the show, Lori. That was awesome. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Now, you came from the indie rock music world, and you are a former preschool teacher. So tell us the story of what merged your two loves and led you to kids' music. Yeah. Well, actually, I was a preschool music teacher, so it made it a lot easier to Mm -hmm. go right into it because everything I did with the kids, I mean, I didn't really call myself a teacher. The name for me was a music specialist. Um, (laughs) You know, I really found that my job was to just go in and make music as fun and accessible as possible for these kids. I found that it was very difficult to come up with songs that the kids liked and I liked. So um, because I was writing music anyway in my own band, I just started writing the music. And a lot of times I would do it right there with the kids and just say, well, what do you want to sing about? And kind of make it up with them. And it's really how I wrote my best song. And you had immediate feedback, too. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really nice time. A really amazing learning process for me. Yes, I bet. Now tell us about the new Christmas CD. Really excited about it. I've been actually thinking about putting out a Christmas album for years. I started one more than once (laughs) and (laughs) never finished it, mostly because I actually found it very difficult to figure out what kind of songs to put on there. Christmas and Hanukkah and, you know, is it, are they winter songs? Do I know anything about Kwanzaa? You know, it's right. (laughs) And so finally this year, I just thought, you know what? I grew up with Christmas, even though we celebrate Hanukkah now, too. Like, that's what I grew up with. Those are the songs I remember. And that was what I wanted to do, just make one thing. And although I, I did actually record a Hanukkah song I was separately. Say, you do have a Hanukkah <laughs> song available, too. Yes, it's not on the CD. But I just felt so good to be able to sing a lot of the songs that I both remembered from my own childhood and now that I sing with my own daughter. Yes, and I like the original songs you have on the CD as well. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, one is called Santa's Coming to My House Tonight, and that was about lying awake the night before Christmas. And, and Christmas. wiggling a lot. Yes, and like not being able to sleep. And I so, have that problem in my house. Yeah. Well, what was so funny is that as I was writing that song, I was finishing it the night before I went to record it in the studio. And at about 11 or 12 at night, my daughter got up and she was like, she thought it was the next day because she had been learning how to ride her bike and was so excited to get up and ride. She thought she had missed the morning. And, oh. then, and so and she couldn't get back to sleep after that. It took like three hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're going, great, I have to record this song like, tomorrow. <laughs> I stayed with her a little, and then my husband was with her, and I said, I, I actually have to finish writing this song. And it was funny because I sang it for her, and it was quite appropriate. Quite appropriate. <laughs> Perfect. Funny how that works out. Now, yeah. listening to your music and watching your fun videos, are you the type of mom we'd imagine you to be? Are you fun-loving and always? up for an adventure? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I would say I'm often that way, but I okay. am certainly not that way all the time. <laughs> and my daughter can attest to that. Now, you wrote an article about balancing motherhood and career. So what advice do you have for the woman who's pulling her hair out trying to get it all done? I don't know. I mean, that's part of what I was writing was how I just find it very difficult. And mostly it's because I really want to spend as much time as I can with her. But at the same time, the older that she gets and the more time she is in school, I find, you know, my work is sort of expanding Mm -hmm. to fit the time that I have and overflow. And so it's even harder when I feel like there are only these certain times when I can see her, like after school, in the evenings, on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So advice. I don't know. I guess the one thing that has felt really good to me is like to definitely not always choose work. <laughs> you okay. Know? Yes, to make that decision. Yeah. Now, if there were a reality show about your life, what would most surprise us, do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe what a slob I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can hear the chorus of women going, oh, yay. <laughs> I think a lot of times for busy people, I don't know if this is what you mean, but you kind of have to be a slob sometimes to get stuff done. you just don't have time. Yep. Do I finish the song or take a shower? Oh, my God. It's (laughs) like I'm actually sitting here with a song half written in front of me while we're talking. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like that. (laughs) Well, you have received critical acclaim from music critics and also some parenting magazines. Does that validate your career path for you, or would you do this even without the accolade? I mean, it certainly feels good, and I'm it's, I'm really happy that it's happened. I, I did it for a long time without the accolade. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, mostly what I got out of it was just a lot of warm and happy responses from the kids and parents, you know, who were happy to see their kids happy and mm-hmm. to enjoy the music together. But it's really nice when something a little bit more fancy than that happens. <laughs> yeah, but it motivates you, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, your career really exploded when your videos were added to Nick Jr. So how did that all come about? There was a woman named Amy Friedman who was working there as, I think she was creative director, mm-hmm. when basically helped start Noggin. And which was... Which was Nick Jr. Nick Jr. before Nick Jr., right. So this was before either one of them even existed. She had heard my original, like, very first cassette tape and had contacted me actually by finding my mother. <laughs> and funny so, how those things happen it was sometimes. Really funny, right? yes. So when it came that Jackson Music Show was a pilot, they asked me, this was the show that I ended up being on, um, every episode they had two musical guests. So we had breakfast beforehand and I mentioned I had been lucky enough to get on the Today Show in the meantime and had had a lot of amazing response from that and talked about how my business had grown so much from 15 minutes on television. And she said, oh, really? Well, why don't we make a few extra videos while you are in the studio and let's see what happens. And we did that. And there was just an enormous response to it. So they decided when Jax did become a series to have me on every episode, which was not the original idea. And so you became a recurring character. Yeah. Yeah. It came from that. Yeah. That's just great. Well, before we let you go, we were looking at the liner notes and we actually uh, have worked with Jeffrey Lesser before. Ah, what a wonderful man. Now he produced this current holiday CD. This is the first time I ever worked with him and I met him through Little Airplane, which is a television studio where they did Wonder Pets. He was the music producer for that. I love Um, that show. So he came with the studio for me. Okay. (laughs) It was amazing. So I was very lucky. You'll have to tell him hi from us. I will. What are you most thankful for this Thanksgiving? Being able to be with my family and have the life that I have.
Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us today and telling us about your music and your life. We resonate so much with everything you're saying. <laughs> and my favorite track is Candy Cane Jane. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad. Cute. Oh, yeah, that was one of the other originals. Yes, That's I really like that one. Thanks so much. Well, Lori, thank you so much for joining us. Great. I'm glad it worked out. Me too. Okay. Happy holidays. Thanks for having me. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye Okay, guys. bye. Bye-bye. And here's a little Candy Cane Jane by the Lori Berkner Band. You're listening to The Mulberry Lane Show. Her name was Candy Cane Jane. Her horse had a candy cane mane. She sat by the window pane and watched the snow come down. His name was Gumdrop Joe. He liked to play in that snow. And so together they go for a ride on the horse with a mane. Sean from the Guy Group, Tonic Sulfa, coming up next.